This message is brought to you by danmolerarchive.com, the number one place to search over 2,500 Dan Moeller messages and growing. Now, please enjoy this message. Is there any other question? Anybody have a question? Maybe for later, but I have um, people who have never followed Jesus. Thank you. And yet we love them, and they know that. And um, so how would you, Dan, perhaps another Mm-hmm. But yet you don't, you're saying you're not leading through them through a set prayer. Yeah. Can you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. There's times you have to discern the moment. I've been, in, I've been in situations like that where somebody sees something in your eyes, they get touched by the Lord in a way, and they actually say to you, you really know him, don't you? And I'll be like, well, I think I do to a degree. How can I have... How can I have in my heart what I see in you right now? How can I know him? I've had, watch, I can't tell you I've lost track of the people I've baptized. I, I don't stay in hotels anymore. I stay in people's homes all the time. But I used to do different conferences and things. I just shifted, my vision changed. The Lord put some other things in my heart. But in my hotel days, I've lost track of people that I've baptized in hotel swimming pools. Because I won't preach to them prayer, prayer, and go to heaven. I preach, do you understand you're giving your life? Selfishness has ruled you. Come on, man. The only reason you're angry at people because it's all about you. Get real. That's how straight I talk to people. Young people get it, man. You talk to young people on the street about this thing, they're mad at their parents. They got a thousand justifications for why they're doing what they're doing. And I talk to them about how they're being controlled and ruled by lies and deception. Young people get it, man. I've, I've baptized people. I've never had a, a hotel clerk tell me I couldn't. They say, well, yeah. I mean, look, I'm down in room 110. Do you understand baptism, the Christian faith? Man, these people want to get right with God. I just want to use the pool. We'll be in and out. We won't cause a... No, go ahead. You just take them in. I've done it a ton. That's not my goal. Now, that just freaks old school evangelism out. My goal is not to get them to pray a prayer to go to heaven. My goal is the transformation of life and that I give them the greatest encounter possible through God in my life. So I just want to touch them. It might even be small seed for them because it's a drive-by. It's a, it's a hit and run. I'm just passing through. So you just, you know... And my goal, and people say, well, did you lead them to the Lord? What they're saying is, did you pray that prayer on the back of the track? Well, no, I gave them the Lord. Where do you get this stuff, Dan? Well, Mark 4, Matthew 13. The kingdom of God is as if a man scatters seed. So we probably ought to scatter seed everywhere we go. So I should be Danny Gospel Seed. You should be Bobby Gospel Seed, whoever your name is. Right? I should be sowing seed everywhere I go. Some sow, some, some are reaping where they haven't even sown. But because they reaped, we think they're a great evangelist. So now they're doing conferences because they reap. But the only reason they're reaping is because somebody sowed. <laughs> Yay. Come on. So I know this sounds strange because our minds are trained. My goal is not to get them to pray a prayer to go to heaven. My goal is to give them an encounter with the true and living Jesus. So I use the example a lot like this young girl, she's coming out of the mall. I perceived she was a Christian that was deceived going through a backsidden season. She's about 20 years old. I'm going through the mall. She comes past me and it was kind of like, 
Like you just discerned that thing. And she gets from about me to the table over there and I say, hey, honey. She turns, I said, yeah, you, sweetheart. Man, don't you do anything foolish. You're so much more. Get that stuff out of your head and out of your heart. Girl, Jesus is calling you to him. He loves you. He'll leave 99 to get one. Wham, I was just like a laser. She was suicidal. She was contemplating it's not worth living. I knew it when I passed her. And I called her right in the parking lot. Bam, tears are flooding her eyes. And you think, man, go pray for her. Knockout punch, fire. No, Jesus was doing everything he wanted to do. I said, you heard that. That's the Lord. God bless you, girl. Have an amazing day. You go right through the door, right in. You look back over your shoulder and she's just walking through the parking lot. So beautiful. You know, it was a fun trip to the mall. I was just trying to buy a little fishing lure. It was just something I wanted. I was just trying to get a plug at Bass Pro. Had trouble getting there. Because I'm going up the steps and a mom and a daughter come down. She's a precious black sister. And I said, hey girl, man, I just felt the amazing love of God for you. That sounds so corny. But she didn't think so. She said, excuse me? I said, I'm just telling you, I walked by you. And I felt the love of God for you. I said, you've got this on your heart. And you've been thinking this. And in the morning when you, her daughter's going, mom, she's slapping her. Mom, you hear this man? You hear this man? You hear what he's saying? She said, I hear it, honey, I hear it. Here it's their conversation the whole way to the mall. What mom's been thinking and dwelling on, concerned about fear. And I recited their conversation and gave them the answer in the Lord. And now they're standing there freaking out. And I said, let me just pray with you girls. They're like, sure. They pull back their hair. <laughs> Jesus. There's no compelling at that point. They're like, whatever you want to do. Pray for them. I go in and get my little bass lure. They had what I wanted. Praise the Lord. You go heading out. Three girls coming up this aisle in the, in the court of the mall. Hey, girl. That's just, that's just how I live when I'm in my own element. That's just me and Jesus. I don't do it to perform. I don't do it because you're with me and I want you to see how God moves. Just loving people. Hey, girl. Me? Yeah. Listen, you've been carrying this fear in your life. How old are you? 17? Bam, bam, bam. Right in the mall. One friend grabbed her arm like, is this real? Because they had just talked about that thing that I mentioned. And I said, she says, how, do you know me? Do I know? I said, no, honey, here's the deal. Jesus knows you. And girl, you've grown up with him. Come on, get your eyes back. Boom, boom, boom. Ooh. Now I'm the whole way across the mall. <sighs> I went to buy one little fishing lure. Young girl on the lot, mom and daughter, one and a friend of three. Bam, bam, bam. And never tried a thing. You get it? It's called life in Jesus. It's for all of us. We can all love people. Wonder if everybody in this room starts thinking that way and stepping out at some level. Just everybody in the room, the faces I'm looking at in this community that's not very large. You're getting traffic lights though. She showed me one. I said, you do. <laughs> so you do have one, one. And you got two blinkers. You got one traffic light and two blinkers. You guys are growing. Okay, so, but that means you're growing. So we need to grow because people must be coming. <laughs> Come on, you wouldn't have traffic lights if you didn't have traffic. You wouldn't have traffic if there wasn't people. Whoa, see how deep that is? 
So look at the number of faces I'm looking at in this room. Wonder if you start taking what I'm saying to heart and start worshiping God and praying to God and taking to heart that your life matters this much that he paid to live inside of you. That walking in love is actually a really big deal. That life in the spirit is transforming and brings transformation. And all of a sudden, everybody in this room at some level begins to love somebody at school, touch somebody, pray for somebody, minister to somebody, take time with somebody. It doesn't always have to be a healing or a miracle. It just be the love of God, the mercy of God, the goodness of God, the kindness of God. And all of a sudden, everybody in this room is just sowing into your community. And in a month... Everybody in this room has just touched one or two or three times everybody in this room, times three more months, times a year. I wish you'd think with me. That sure beats being discouraged, caught up with life. Pray for me, I'm not doing good. I think this is where we're called to live. You kids that go to public school, you could wake up in the morning and sit saying, oh man, I got tests today. Oh, I got social studies. I don't like Mrs. So-and-so. No, no, no. You're in your bathroom. You're getting ready for school. Lord, I just thank you and worship you. Thank you for my classmates. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Jenny, Jenny's, Jenny's face comes to you. And you see her weeping. And behind her, just like a movie, you see two adults screaming and you see somebody slapping and it's Jenny she's got a locker three down from you and wow Lord now you get to school guys this stuff is real like 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 <laughs> this is the stuff we teach in our youth groups to live this way to believe this way so then our kids go to school and this stuff happens so now they're at the locker and all of a sudden Jenny walks up and she's silent, and she ain't looking around. And you slide over and say, hey girl, watch. I was praying this morning, I saw you in prayer. Literally. You just put your hand up on her locker, hey. What do you mean? Look, I don't know what's going on with your mom and dad, but you gotta take heart. You gotta stand strong. How do you know about my mom? This is bad, wasn't it? It was a fight. Was there domestic violence? <laughs> Honey, I was praying and God showed me. It's going to be okay. We're going to pray. And this is what I heard. Wouldn't that be amazing? That you live in a way where you have something to give in those kind of moments. Instead of, boy, I'm so sorry. Wouldn't that be good? I'm telling you, that is not limited to any one of us. Okay. So either I'm a very deceived guy and I'm telling you a lot of stories and trying to impress you for a moment and living off of that moment... That would be pretty twisted. <laughs> or this stuff is real. Or this stuff is real. Right? Yeah? Now watch. Do you think I believe this way? And later today I'm going get to get caught up with people stuff and he said, she said, and I can't believe they said that and looked at me that way. And I, Not a chance. Why? Because this is why I'm alive. And nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. I hunt, I fish, it's all fun. But if I see you hurting on the ramp, putting in your boat, you're getting prayed for. <laughs> I've pulled my boat over to the shore, walked up, and boy sitting there with a cast, bottom fishing. Hey, buddy, getting any? Nah. What'd you do to your ankle, man? 
Well, blah, blah, blah. So what do they tell? Well, they're saying they might have to do the pin thing if it don't set right. Da, 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 da. I said, listen, man, I just wanted to come over here. I saw that from the, from the lake. I wanted to pray for you. Watch. You pulled your boat up and come over here to pray for me? Listen, man, don't think that's radical. That's not radical Christianity. Let me tell you radical. About 2,000 years ago, this totally innocent man who was really God died on the cross to make this possible. That's radical. Me praying for you is a given. Thanks. I kneel down. Hug him and get back in your boat and keep on going. We can live that way. We should live that way because we can live that way. Are you hearing me? Yeah. But if I got people issues... If I'm riding the boat, think of my wife, she needs this. She ought to cut me a break. And I, God, I don't know why you don't deal with her heart. <laughs> I probably don't even see the cast. Yeah? Okay, now listen, I'm going to put pressure on you. You got to make it really good. I'll take one more question and I'll let you guys roll. I mean, you can go anytime you want. I just tell people if you walk out, I know it ain't my preaching. I'm preaching too good, so. I was a joke. <laughs> if you enjoyed this message, please visit danmolerarchive.com to find over 2,500 more messages from Dan, all organized by category, playlist, and search. Enjoy. Enjoy.